What's good, everybody? It's your Kings Kazil and Cole. And welcome to Tea Time Podcast. Da, 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 da. You and this silly noise. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I hope that everybody is up to date by now and knows what's going on. And today we have something a little bit different for you. We have two special guests. Would you like to introduce yourselves? I guess I'll go first. Hi, everyone. I'm Beehawk Snipes. Um, Pronouns they, them, and sometimes she, her, if you're feeling cunt about the situation. Coming at you live from the Bronx, New York. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love the (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I am Jewel the motherfucking gem, you know, and every day I'm grateful that my mother named me Jewel. My pronouns are she, her, and hers. And I am coming at you live from Atlanta. I'm a okay, we're international, today. honey. Okay, mm. we're international because it's another, it's a whole other country over here. It's a whole other country over here. <laughs> <laughs> we we over here doing international podcasts. Okay. Yeah. Here we, oh. yes. we go. Here we go. Thank you Worldwide. so much for joining us. You know, our first guest and whatnot. Tea yeah. times. Tea time, even and the word. Okay, collabo. Yeah. Come on. For collaboration. (laughs) Okay. So (laughs) if you have listened to the podcast already so far, you know that, you know, we just get into it, we talk about whatever. It's it's just like having a conversation, a four-way conversation with the homies because we are in four different locations. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're just we're just gonna get into it. Um so B. How do you identify, like, where would you put yourself in the alphabet mafia if you label yourself at all? Oh, good question. Um, I identify as an amazing and beautiful human being. Um, Mm. (laughs) Very queer, very Black in my own special way. very non-binary, very trans, um, all of those amazing things um, wrapped into one special mm. gift. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's how I just walk through life. Um, I, I don't mind labels. I'm one of those <laughs> non-binary, like queer people. I don't mind a label as mm. long as the label fits. Um, mm-hmm. res- yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that, you know, just, just respect me and I respect you. That's how, that's how it goes over here, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 And Jewel? Yes. So I identify as a black, queer, cisgender, just fabulous gem of a human. Um, so yeah, those are, those are my labels. Um, I will say that, you know, queer has been a journey. Um, I definitely didn't always identify with the word. I always felt like it sounded very white because I'm from the hood and we didn't use queer. And I was like, what's that? Mm-hmm. Um, right. So <laughs> for gay. the longest I was, right, like gay. That's, that's what it is. I'm gay. I'm going to say right now, if I go home, they say what you are, I'm going to say I'm gay. Okay. Um, but oh my God. You know, for the you know to be correct, you know what I'm saying to be accurate, um, definitely journeyed into identifying as queer. So that's me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> okay. when people okay. ask, so obviously, like we've just asked, 
um, you guys to clarify. But when people ask you off the bat when they meet you, is that do you do you say queer off the bat or? I do, I do say queer yeah. off the bat. But like I said, if they from if they from the hood, yeah, then it's, I'm gonna say yeah. gay because they're gonna be yeah. like, Ooh, wait, what? Um, I also think that queer is also a newer term that has yeah. been reclaimed. You know, queer has been used yeah. before in other generations that has been seen as a slur. But when mm-hmm. I've attempted to use queer for like older generations, they're like, why would you call yourself that? And right. I'm like, oh, okay. So they don't understand the reclaiming. So if I choose to educate in that moment, then I'll sit there and I'll say, okay, this is what we, you know, we reclaimed it, whatever. But other than that, I'll be like, gay, just, just gay. They say, okay, <laughs> got it. So um, it depends on who's asking, to be honest. But like, like B-Hulk said, I think labels are important. I do understand why people can feel very like, oh, no label, because it can feel kind of constricting. But I think that if you find a label that fits, it can be very liberating. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. okay. So what about yourself then, B? Uh, same. Um, I said the gay part. I'm... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Word, I feel you. Um. <laughs> You know, I'm from the hood, but I'm not from the hood. Like, you know, you know, it's very yeah. bougie over here. Um, <laughs> but for me, I just see queerness as like this really beautiful umbrella term that we've taken back um, from the haters. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, you know, for, for me, I, you know, when I think of the word gay or, you know, that label, mm-hmm. um, it's to me, it still has that definition of you know, two, two, um, two men together or two women together. Um, but, you know, everyone has their own way of, you know, putting a label on themselves. So it may be different for other people. Um, but for me, um, the word queer just fits. It just makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, I'm, I, I'm in a T for T, trans for trans relationship. Come so, on, the T for T. Come on, T for T. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Um, yes. So, we're, so for, for, you know, for me, I, we're not gay. So that, mm. that, that yeah. it doesn't fit. Yeah, exactly. Um, it doesn't fit my realm um, where I am right now. So, you know, people be like, oh, well, you know, how's, you know, how's your life as a and queer and I always respectively let them know that and if they feel a certain way about it that's their problem yeah mm-hmm. okay. yeah yeah Absolutely. so Jules how is it how is it for you dating as a black you know cis queer yeah um dating dating was interesting but now it's just it's just beautiful um mm. like being in a relationship that feels happy and healthy and I finally feel seen but before yeah. I met my partner dating was was very tumultuous I felt like I was trying to navigate what I wanted and I felt like I did this thing where I was like okay I think I know what I want so then I'm gravitating yeah. towards these people that were actually really toxic so then I had to do some work like okay mm. so never to blame myself but to be like what's going on with me that I'm attracting these same people. Like they had a lot of similarities in common. And so, you know, I did some soul searching and and really um, stepped my standards up and got a lot more selective Mm. and literally just ran into the most beautiful human. And I've 
just it's a love story in real life so oh my god um, <laughs> yeah it's super cute i'm actually like okay i'm gonna try not to talk about her without crying because it's really it's real special for my soul i'm like oh my god this is so great but i also just feel so deserving of it i feel like yeah. i've experienced such heart like shattering you know experiences and yeah. so now to be in something that is not like on some like fake we cute like no we real cute in real life you know what i'm yeah. saying like yeah. i don't yeah. even want to post it sometimes because i'm like nothing can capture you know how like mm-hmm. when you go to a really scenic place like yeah. the grand canyon i think the grand canyon is one of the most beautiful places and you pictures don't do it justice it's kind of like that's the type mm-hmm. of relationship that i'm in where it's like nothing can really capture what we have mm-hmm. and, like, um, like- like words can't describe beautiful. it yeah like words yeah. can't describe it a picture can't describe it like yeah. you just gotta feel the essence you just gotta be me and her to really know what what this feels like so yeah so it used to be real wild and it used to be a roller coaster ride that i wanted to get off of but now i'm just <laughs> like smooth sailing and it's a great place to be in yeah i, I mean i guess oh, when you beautiful. yeah mm-hmm. when you find who you are and find the right people it just makes it so much easier to kind mm-hmm. of find the right relationship as well because obviously exactly. you, can't, you can't attract things if you're kind yeah. of letting out that energy so mm-hmm. yeah it's good that you've mm-hmm. it's obviously good that you've gotten to the place you're at now um thank goodness yeah we love to see it Finally, it happened. Like, yes, honestly, like when Jewel, like I spoke to Jewel about this, right? And Mm -hmm. I was just like, man, I don't know. In the beginning, I was like, I don't know where this is gonna go, or if yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't want this person to be trash. Like, you know, they sound like it's giving what it's meant to have gave, but like, is it really gonna, you know, do what it needs to do? So then yeah. when Jewel told me, like, when I asked, like, an update, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's really happening. <laughs> yes, and you know, and one, I just want to say that's so beautiful. Like, people who I'm in close community with know, you know, but what I, I love that Kazil did that. Literally, Kazil was like, just want to follow up. Um, is she mm-hmm. still doing her, <laughs> her job? And I just thought that was so beautiful because people should follow up. People should be like, you still happy over there? Especially yeah. for survivors. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, and I'm in a place right now, if I was not happy, I'd be like, y'all, I want to get the fuck out. Help. Like, I ain't got uh, no problem. I'm not lying no more. If I ain't happy, I ain't prank, I ain't faking the funk. Like, it's like faking mm-hmm. an orgasm. I'm not doing that. I'm 34. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If shit ain't cute, I'm like, it's not cute. Help. Get out. Send help. You know what I'm saying? Red flags. Cases. Red flags. Hey, waving that shit all the way around. Sending all, selling all my niggas. So, to have somebody follow up with love, I, I really appreciate that. Sure. Yeah, of course. Like, I was genuinely invested. Yeah, <laughs> you were. <laughs> like, I was so invested. Like, we had, like, an in-depth conversation about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, we were chopping it up on FaceTime and we were talking and shit. Yeah. And I was like, this sounds good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I, I really I really wanted to know, like, what happened next. And then mm-hmm. to hear that, you know, it's actually going really well. That made me really happy, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's really <laughs> good. <laughs> um, so, so B, how is it dating for you, obviously, being non-binary? Um, it's been a journey. Mm. <laughs> Quite the ride um, for me. Um, I talk about this story a lot. I think, you know, that's how the word started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <In a Yeah. minute. laughs> 
a very um, intense type of, you know, uh, what is, what was um, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett in? Entanglement. Oh, uh, and an entanglement. Entanglement. Yes. <laughs> it, was a- it was Jada and someone else. Will Smith and them, they married, but, you know. Yeah, right. And I mean, it was Jada, yeah. <laughs> it, it was an entanglement of some right. sort. Um, and it was hard, you know, trying to find out. Like, I was still in the process, the early stages of finding out who I was um, as a non-binary person, where I stood in the spectrum of transness. Um, yeah. But when you're, like, you know, having feelings for someone and they're saying this and that and pretty much telling you who you are in a way without you actually figuring it out for yourself, it was it was very, very difficult. Um, and going through other you know, dating scenarios that were very similar. Um, but I'm happy that, you know, I got out of that mm-hmm. and those other scenarios. And I ended up, you know, we ended up, Jewel and I, turning lemon yes. into lemonade. Yes. And creating, creating the <laughs> word and having, um, having a source where we can just heal together and yeah. have a conversation with not just us, but just with like everyone else in community that were willing to spare their time and say, this is what I've gone through as well as dating with, you know, with people in community, with trans and queer people, um, just to let me know that I'm not alone um, in this journey. Mm. And because I did, I feel like because I did all that work, um, you know, the universe said, you know what? You're deserving of a blessing. Here you go. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. the universe <laughs> blessed me with um, someone that I love dearly and I admire and um, that is just positively pouring all these loving words of affirmation into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're a Sagittarius. I'm a Taurus. <laughs> so sometimes, lo- yeah, you know, <laughs> love Sagittarius. That's so good. <laughs> That Mm-mm, it wasn't good for me you do. for a long time. <laughs> so that wasn't good. So when they listen to this, they're gonna be like, "Really, be?" Um, but <laughs> it was something that I was like not looking for at all. But the universe said, "You know what? We're gonna give you a challenge, but it's gonna be a good challenge. It's gonna be something mm-hmm. that is going to make you work harder. Yeah. It's going to have something that's going to make you." D- um, dive deeper into your emotional state. Um, help you and, grow, kind of thing, and help me grow. And yeah. you know, that's yeah. what that's what this relationship has been. It's been about growth. It's been about experimenting with different things. Um, and you know, I started on so many different journeys this year um, because mm. of that. And so I'm just excited to be in it, and excited to be in love, and excited to show other people, the possibilities of love outside the binary, um, especially black mm-hmm. folks. So mm-hmm. it's it's been mm-hmm. it's been quite a ride, but I'm I'm excited to be in it. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. That's good to hear. It's nice to hear obviously you two have both kind of found what you're looking for. Um mm-hmm. obviously a lot of people in our community go for a journey where they're just struggling to find themselves, struggling to find someone. So it's it's nice to hear obviously, you know, you've come out the other end and like you said, you're you're survivors and you are, you know, yeah. you're, you're living the life that you want to live. Right. The and word like is growing and I, up. 
I know. And, you know, it's interesting because, like, if people have really followed the word, you know, we're going into our 40th episode this week. And, you know, we, we literally laughed together, healed together, vented together. Like, yeah. I remember, you know, cried together. And mind you, while people were navigating living in this global pandemic, which we are still navigating how to do, we were providing weekly content consistently. Yes. And mm-hmm. we were pouring our lives, you know, pouring our feelings out and, and you know, all of that stuff. And we're putting our lives on the on front street while, you know, in a, in a pandemic, you know. And we, I just know that we, I'll speak for myself, maybe B, you, you could agree or not, but I feel like there were so many moments of bitterness. Like, I genuinely mm. was like, fuck these niggas. Oops. But yeah, I really I really was like, yo, honestly, like I was so angry. And and you know, yeah. you know, being that B Hawk started out, you know, we both have this common person that we dated and we went through all the stuff with it's like I was just going after like relationship after relationship that was just mm. so toxic. And if I was to go back and watch the word, you know, in first season, yeah, I was bitter as fuck, you know. And so now mm. I I'm in such a different place, but I honor that person. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that person, yeah, I was in pain. People had me in pain. They had, you know what I mean? And like, yeah. you know, I don't think about heartbreak because no one has the ability to break my heart. My heart is unbreakable. Okay, but I Ooh. do feel like people really <laughs> attempted to, to to break a bitch down, and I was just yeah. so like angry, rightfully so. My rage was righteous, and I felt like we were going off. And so in the beginning, you know. Recently, you know, when um not recently, but when we came back to season three and the Hawk was, you know, like talking about this, I was like, Oh, there is hope. We are out here. And I knew that my person was gonna come and just had to just buckle up, be ready. And yeah. so now that we're both in that place where we are on the other side, not saying that things are perfect, but just I'm very proud of us as individuals, us as friends, and the word because we literally have evolved. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We really have. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, I have legitimately. I didn't watch the word from like the very, very beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I started watching the word like just after like the pandemic, like really started to hit, like in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Raw, <laughs> how did I know about this before?" <laughs> mm-hmm. And for me, it was crazy <laughs> because it was like it comes on at like eleven, and I'd be thinking. I'm at early tomorrow. Like, I need to watch this, but I also need to wake up at 5 a.m. Ooh. <laughs> so I would be making sacrifices because, you know, there were some episodes that would, like, run over where IG would literally just let you go over the one hour. Yeah. And you wouldn't even realize. Like, sometimes the episodes were, like, an hour and a half or some shit. I would still be there from the beginning to the end. Like, there'd be times I'm literally falling asleep and I was watching The Word and I was like, I'm dedicated, I'm here. And then I would, like, wake up and be like, fuck, I missed the last 10 minutes because I fell asleep. (laughs) We appreciate that dedication. (laughs) I I was so dedicated. Like, you do not understand. I love that show. Like, I genuinely love it. Thank you, Kazeo. You're welcome. Like, the energy is always right. It's always there. And, you know, you always have a word for us, always. There's yeah. always something yeah. really positive and really great to take out of it. And obviously mm-hmm. you do the um, uh, cash giveaway prizes and stuff like that. And 
you know, I believe that that really helps people out and stuff like that. Like, mm. it's important mm. that you do that and then you drop your Venmo, PayPal, Cash App and all of that stuff so people can also feed back into you, which is very much equally important because, you know, mm-hmm. pay black queer people for their service and their service Period. is literally just breathing. So, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Hey, and if you're listening to this right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> feel free to go on our pages and PayPal is available in the UK, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. feel free to Cash App. No, cash App right. is available too. Oh, cash App is available is? too. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, y'all can definitely cash out. B-Hawk has cash out. I don't, but y'all can PayPal me. Y'all can go on Jewel underscore the gym. Y'all can get it going. Because I honestly, you know, I don't know, B-Hawk, if you've been, you know, but they've paused. The people have paused paying me specifically. I'll say to myself. And I feel like it's kind of unfortunate because I feel like when we were giving content and we were like venting about stuff and crying about stuff, people were like pouring into it. But now that we've shifted a little bit, people, you know, because people are just so mm. much into the trauma of stuff. And I'm like, no, we still, mm. we still want your money. We still giving you content. We're giving you looks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so just pay us for that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know I think what I mean? Also, mm-hmm. what happened was that because because you weren't you kind of jumped on in like episode five, so you weren't like off off like right. We, yeah. we started the word because like. You know, like like Jules said, because of the pandemic, like we started in like mm-hmm. April, you know, because mm-hmm. so much was going on like in March. <laughs> so we had mm-hmm. to like jump on. Jump, yeah. So you started, you came in right on time. Um, but 2020 was just different for Black folks in general, right? Like people were pouring, especially white people were pouring so much time and money into Black work and Black art and Black yeah. people in general. And yes. as soon as the, you know, the pandemic started to kind of like fade out a little mm-hmm. bit, you see, you felt that shift of people, not white people, especially not investing their time and money into black businesses or black, you know, companies and things of that nature. Yeah. So, and we felt that like the GoFundMe started to kind of fade out. Yeah. Like, yes. you were, like going through like yes. something, Jewel said, like something traumatic in your life. And, but still mm-hmm. like the, the goals aren't hitting like they used to. So you, you see how like, the world works in those ways when yeah. you know the world shuts down and when it kind of re you know re-ups again yeah mm-hmm. it's actually yeah. very 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 big fights like when you mentioned sort of the GoFundMe aspect and side of things um I felt that I felt that mm-hmm. heavily because I felt like in the beginning <clears throat> the money was coming the money was flowing everything was coming mm-hmm. through people started sending money on PayPal and this, that, and the third, because they were like, oh, you know, GoFundMe takes a chunk of money. They do. It's not mm-hmm. huge, but they do. You see it. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but then now, <laughs> crickets. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay. <laughs> That's what it's cool. giving. And then, like, a lot of Black folks don't have money either to share. You know, they can't even support yes. the Black people because they got yes. nothing. Um, yes and it's hard it's it's really really it's really really hard but you know the show must go on yeah um and you know people are understanding of you know because the word just took a two-month break (laughs) because it was necessary (laughs) um yes you know, and it was nice because I needed a month off just to get my life together Jewel needed a month off to get um her life together and it's very necessary to take that time especially when you're giving out you know content for free all the mm-hmm. time um 
Because, you know, people were like, where's the word? I'm like, honey. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come <laughs> we on. Have healing to do. You know, we're, we're in relationships now. Like, there's, there's <laughs> so many layers to so many things. And, you know, it, that's why, like, I think a lot, most people who, who watch the word are very understanding of that. And they're like, yeah, we get it. We totally we understand it. Yep. that. So that's what I'm hoping, like, right. you know, once we come back with the remake, with the jump off, you know, Fair we'll is. see what happens. But I think mostly, mm-hmm. for the most part, I think our number one um, rule for doing any sort of work that we do is we're doing it one for us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I think that was always our promise to each other, Jewel and I, is like, mm-hmm. you know, I... I couldn't do the word without her, you know, like every mm-hmm. time I'm like, Jewel, jump on with somebody else. She's like, it's not the same. I'm <laughs> like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and I've tried it. It, doesn't, it, it. it really isn't the same. It's like, you know, you're still having a great conversation, but it's, it's loses that, like that piece. There's always that missing piece of, you yeah. know, Jewel's energy mixed with my energy and how we're mm. like similar, but very opposite. <clears throat> you, that's what, you know, this, this podcast is kind of about. It's like, Cause yeah. is like usually like really upbeat and positive and goofy. Yeah. And then you have Cole who's just like really chill and suave and sarcastic. Um, <laughs> and you kind of, you know, and you bring those worlds together and it kind of makes mm. this kind of like cool magic and gumbo that just works out. So I'm excited for y'all. Yeah, Thank I mean, we're much. excited too. Thank you. Thank you. But don't tell him that because now his head's going to get all big. Like he's thinking, <laughs> he's, I'm, I'm he's going to be gonna thinking go look something. in the mirror and start flirting with myself or something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> self love, innit? Come on. You have every I mean, right. You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I'm still gonna like cuss you about it later, but it's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Like, obviously, we have guests now, so I'm just gonna chill. Yeah, keep it, keep it chill. (laughs) I haven't even cussed you out yet, but it's all right. We'll leave. We got company over. We got company. Yeah, we we got company. We we don't have to act like a fool. (laughs) (laughs) So, E, moving on, I wanted to talk about something that I'm quite excited, really happy, and want to know more about. You are now officially in the house of gorgeous Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for some kind of screeching or something. I just came in silence. Yeah. Y'all not excited? Dang. Every, every time I hear it, I'm like, am I? It's it's kind of trippy. It's a little trippy, yeah. But... Like, literally, how did like how did this even come about? I mean, ever since I got on post, honestly, people have been recruiting me into different houses. A lot of people just didn't know about it. Mm. Um, but I just wasn't ready. I, I felt like I wanted to be authentic about joining a house. I didn't want it to be um, very, you know, surface-based. I didn't want mm. it to be fake. I wanted it to be authentic. Because mm. I know what I know what the fundamentals of a house about joining a house um after being such a huge fan of watching like paris is burning and being a new yorker and knowing that ballroom started in the bronx and in harlem so i wanted to be um make a very conscious decision about what house i wanted to join and if it fit who i was you know like i wanted to join a very progressive house that you know is all about like inclusion and you know representing me in the best way because you know i'm not you know 
in my twenties be hawk anymore. I'm like a brand, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm a style icon, darling. Period. 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 Award award winning. Okay. Hello. Okay. Okay. Hello. okay. okay. <laughs> we love to see it. You know, I, I'm trying to I'm trying to get my cocky shit. I'm trying to be like Jewel. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to just be very authentic about my decision. So after about three years of people asking me to join different houses um you know the house of gorgeous gucci was just started i think last year at the end of 2020 so it's a predominantly new house but they come from the house of Ms. rahi i believe yes Hmm. so it's a house a lot of the house members weren't really feeling the house of Ms. rahi so they left and created the house of gorgeous gucci um so shout out to kelly gorgeous gucci and jack Ms. Ms. rahi gorgeous gucci um and yeah a lot of them have been hitting me up in different ways um this past year and i said you know what let me get together with all of them and we'll have a little dinner. We got we got together at Dallas BBQ, one of my favorite places in New York because I'm a little hood, you know what I'm saying? I was going to say, wait a minute. Okay. I love Dallas. Like, it's it's the hood. Well, a lot of people who don't know where Dallas BBQ is in New York, it's kind of like the the hood, hood spot to go to in Manhattan or in the Bronx or in Brooklyn. Um, if you want, like, really good food and really, like, intense drinks and you're trying to get lit, that's what it got. Mm. You get um, lit for the low. For lit for the low, right. When they said, let's meet up there, I was like, ooh, this might be a good fit for me. So we met <laughs> up there and it was really cool. It, you know, it was kind of like just hanging out with, you know, my family, but the queer trans version of that. And mm. um, it was really, really cool. And they're still, they're still getting to know me. Um, uh, when I premiered at the ball at the big, beautiful, big, bold, and beautiful ball, yeah. um, and it was their third one, so I kind of was like, okay, there's bees involved, there's the number three, this could be a thing, I'm in alignment here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, you know what, this is it, this is this is the moment. But when I got there, they were like, so are you gonna walk femme figure runway or are you walking with queen up in drags? And I was like, I don't know, queen up in drags, so okay, so the rundown for. <laughs> these two ballroom um, categories is. So femme figure is usually a runway category for trans women. Okay. Usually. Um, And then butch queen up in drags is usually a category for um, gay men up Mm. in drags. Um, Or like feminine gay men up in drags. Now. That's why I thought I was confused. So a lot of people don't know this. Before I got on the runway, they asked me that question. I said, wait, what? Um, because I thought it was just everyone walking against each other. And they were like, so wait, you're not a trans woman? Everyone just assumed that was, which is something you're not supposed to do. But it's ballroom. It's kind of binary, whatever. That's yeah. another That's another day. Um, <laughs> and so I was just like, wait, I'm not a trans woman, but I'm not a gay man. So I don't know which one to walk. So as I'm, we're discussing this, the femme figure category is passing. That category is now over. So the next one is Butch Queen up in drag. So I said, you know what, fuck it. I'll just walk it. Um, so I ended up walking in that category. Um, it was cute. I got my tens the first round. Oh, <laughs> so I think for me, that's always like the big thing. I'm like, okay, at least I got through the first round. I got my tens. Great. Um, and then, you know, things got spicy after that. You have to kind of just, you know, watch the clips for that. Um, 
but yeah, I mean, it's been it's been really cool so far. Kind of having conversations um, with that house that has a lot of um, a lot of different ages in the house. There's a lot of pioneers in the house that are a little bit older who don't really understand the non-binary experience and how mm. that fits into transness. And I think mm. my yeah. My reason for being in this house is to educate them on the things that yeah. they don't know, and so they and a lot of them are very open minded. Now, there's there's one that tried it the other day. I had to get her together, um, mm. but you know, she was she was giving white cis woman Russian Wait energy. Wait, what? Right. So I, you know, <laughs> I had to get her together. But you know, you know, hopefully she keeps it cute in person. But other than that. <laughs> Everyone's pretty open to um, having more inclusive conversations about how can we make, you know, how can we make BHOP feel comfortable and other people who are non-binary or gender conforming in ballroom feel comfortable with being themselves and mm. being embraced and being rewarded in the ways that they should be. Um, so I think that's my placement now in ballroom is trying, trying to create that change. Um, yeah. So I'll be walking femme figure runway, which not a lot of the non-binary people do, but I think that's my way in the door to create that change. Um, So we can kind of just shake things up a little bit and be more current in the times and be more progressive. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, So just off the back of that, um, are there many non-binary or like gender non-confirming people within the ballroom scene? I think there is. They're just not as visibly known because okay. I think, you know, the term non-binary or gender conforming is pretty new to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, it was pretty new to me two, three, well, three years ago, four years ago. So I know ballroom is, you know, like I said, a lot of them still stuck in the binary of trans women and trans men. And that's all they know. Um, they don't know anything else in between that. Yeah, but um, there's there's a couple there's a couple in there, um, and they're just doing their best to kind of figure out where they fit in, and you know some some non-binary or gender non-conforming people aren't comfortable with being vocal about you know their gender and how and there a lot of them are not social activists like me that want to speak up, um, not for just themselves but for other people. You know, mm. um, they're not in that mindset. They kind of just want to fit in where they want to fit in, and I think. It was even hard for me. I had to question myself, even after the ballroom. Like a lot of people don't know, like I broke down because I was like, "Wait, how do? Where do I fit in here? You know, like yeah. where do like?" And then I was, honey, it was the moans. I was on the whole HRT movement, which you know we'll get to maybe here on the word. I don't know, but it was just so much going on in my head. I was like, you know, am I a trans woman? Is that who I am? Mm. Like, do I continue this like you know non-binary movement? Like, can it? it do I, I felt like I was the only one doing it. Am I like, am I enough to do that at this time? Are people going to be understanding of it? So all these questions go through your head. And I can only imagine the people who aren't me, who have, who have probably been there since the beginning of Ballroom, who were probably gender not conforming or non-binary, but they just didn't have the resources. They didn't have the tools. They didn't have the networks um, or the people to go to the, to talk about who they were um, in the community of queerness and transness. So I'm yeah. happy that we're in 2021 where we can have that discussion. And I think ballroom is shifting a little bit, a little bit into that spectrum. I think um, they have this thing in Brooklyn where it's called OTA, which is called open to all. Um, so it's kind of like a kiki ballroom scene where they're, 
they are, you know, asking a lot of the people before they walk, hey, what are your pronouns before we get on the okay. combo, before we get on the that's mic beautiful. and say, yeah, which is great. Good. You know what I'm saying? That's something yeah. um, I think it's his name forward. is Lego. Yeah, he started that. He was like, well, let's ask the people before they walk, what are their pronouns and how yeah. do they want, how do they want us, how do they want us to um, acknowledge them when they come into the scene? So I think that's cool and that's progressive in itself. So things are shifting, you know, day by day. Yeah, of course. Okay. And I, I think okay. one thing people don't really realize is even though, you know, LGBTQIA plus is a community of people, there are still people who are kind of segregated within the community mm. and kind of not acknowledged. So it's good that obviously, you know, you've taken a step to kind of push ballroom in the right place and kind of update their views and keep them up to date with what's going on. Because um, mm-hmm. a lot of people kind of shielded from that stuff or they just don't want to know about it. Or uh, well, they don't, right. you know, they don't try to learn about it. So it's very important that you do that. Absolutely. And I want to give other people the courage to do that. You know, I think yeah. not everyone is as vocal as we are. Right. Yeah. And I want them to know that they are not alone in this fight. You know, there's someone out there just like them that is doing as much as they can and that they can do it as well. So I'm excited to see where ballroom goes and my journey through ballroom. Um and see how that goes but it's it's a lot of work honey i you know i thought ballroom was giving very much let me get dressed up and go to the ball but it's giving very (laughs) i gotta you know i gotta practice i gotta get my looks together weeks in advance i because i don't want to get chopped because it can be the littlest thing can get you chopped in the ballroom like Mm. they were like when they say wear red shoes to the ball you have to wear red shoes if you wear one you know green shoe it's a chop it's a whole thing so there's a lot that goes into ballroom. So I give everyone who's been in the scene since day one until now all the respect in the world because it's a lot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, so speaking of obviously allies and, you know, accepting how other people are, um, obviously, Jewel, you're um you're a non-binary and trans ally. And obviously, you know, mm-hmm. you stand up for B online and offline. Um, mm-hmm. how how do you go about that in your day-to-day life? Like are there certain things that you do to make sure that people, you know, respect other people's pronouns and things like that? Yes. Um, shit, I think uh, an, an example of that in real time um, mm. was is being on this YouTube reality show, um, The Circle Atlanta, where yeah. people really had a hard time understanding why I went so hard mm. um, for B-Hawk um, and you know and specifically around their pronouns and I was like you know on the show I talked about yes that's my friend so first of all like I'm gonna go hard for my friend period but (laughs) if anyone knows me they know that's what I would do and that's the thing like people really had issues with that like I still to this day get a lot of backlash because everybody's like Jewel didn't you know Jewel didn't um you know, meet that person where they were and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I did multiple corrections. What you saw was an educator. Okay. I gave mm-hmm. multiple, I gave multiple um, corrections. And so, yeah, I think that, I think it's important for cisgender people, people who don't um, primarily use they, them pronouns or pronouns that are outside of the, the binary usage. I feel like it's important to, to make, to make those corrections with people. Yeah. Um, what I do is in my daily life is recognizing like there isn't an opportunity for you to misgender people around me like it's just not a thing and I've had people tell me like 
okay, well, this person's not here. And not like not be hawk specifically, because everybody know. Huh, what? What'd you say? <laughs> um, I know that's that, right. That one, two. <laughs> if you want to catch that one, two. Um, but like, if they don't, you know what I'm saying? I've had people in the past ask me like, oh, well, like I remember having a partner who used they, them pronouns and people would be like, well, yeah. you, you know, they're not here. So you could just use whatever pronouns. No, that's not no, how it works. Yeah. And so one is just recognizing like, I'm not going to have anyone in my life who doesn't respect pronouns. And I meet people where they are. I think being in the South has been eye-opening for me because people literally live under a rock under here, um, over here, and I'm I'm shook. Like, yeah. I literally was um, in the process of writing a show where, like, a web series, and um, there was a non-binary um, character on the show. There was a trans woman on the show. And I was pitching it to a, a production company out here that is ran by a Black gay man. Mm. Um, and he was like, well, what is non-binary? And I was like, excuse me, what? what? <laughs> I was like, huh? <laughs> what? And he was like, well, I don't, I don't really, can you explain it to me? And I was like, is this what we, in this TikTok era, like, I mean, yeah. literally you can find facts on everything in under 30 seconds. So yeah. for yeah. me, what I do is like, I don't surround myself with people who aren't willing to at least understand. And, and that doesn't or, um, mean that people don't make yeah. mistakes. Right. People make mistakes. Um, like I said, I get it. And the South people are like, well, I haven't heard of that. And I'm like, cool, you haven't heard of it. So now I'm going to talk about it with you. But I'm also not going to talk about it too much. Mm. So I, yeah. it's only but so many times I'm going to correct you. It's only but so many times <laughs> you're going to say you don't get it. Because mm-hmm. so you don't need to be my friends. Okay? So, um, yeah, I think the advocacy exists in real life. Meeting people where they are, but also, you know, um, raising the standards. Because at the end of the day, it's like, you, you can't in 2021 sit here and say that you don't get it, at least at the very minimum. Um, and if you don't get it, then me and you don't need to have a conversation. That's, that's yeah. my whole thing. Like, I don't want to be around you if you just are so against understanding. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. And, and I, the last thing that I'll share is even with curating communal spaces, um, one of the spaces that I've curated since um, last summer was is Sunday Survivor Series. And we have it's basically we call it we call it black church and mm. it, you know i've had up up to 100 people on the zoom um at a time you know healing together and i made sure that predom- like most of the healers are are black of uh, black folks black queer and trans folks and mm. we literally in our community healing agreements are like oh this is a space where we we respect pronouns over here okay and if there's a healer who's not able to do that they're not able to be a sunday survivor series healer i think that's just literally setting those parameters um so that people know what space they're in and if you're going to be like oh it's too much for me it's too much pressure to, to understand people's pronouns and you don't need to be here that's okay you can go somewhere yeah else. yeah exactly so that's the yeah. energy mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why, that's why I do my friend. That's why she's my friend. Right, <laughs> right. It's, you gotta do it. Like you gotta do it. And I think you know. Actually, today before I hopped on, um, I got an email. Trans Day of Remembrance is coming up um, next month, and mm-hmm. this university reached out to me to be on the panel. And I was like, so I was like, I get because they were trying to be like, well, you're an ally, and like you're a very vocal ally, so like that's why we want you to be on the panel. And so I understood why they asked me, but I was like, I'm not doing it unless there's another black trans person, and I can give you a list of people, mm. and you got to pay them. So it's Ooh. leveraging, it's leveraging right privilege, right, and being like, okay, I get why you want me to be there because there's an allyship conversation, but 
I gotta be able to bring another black trans person on here with yeah. me. If not, mm. then we then I'm not doing it. And it, you, where's the payment? You know. So in the past, I've definitely like forfeited my forfeited my payment, shared my payment, um, bamboozled people to be like, "Whoop, gotcha! I'm on here with my my black trans femme friend." Okay. Um, and that's and that's the work you gotta do. Period. <laughs> that's really that's. I just I applaud Jewel so much for doing the things she does and using her privileges to lift up Black trans and queer voices every day of her life because she doesn't Mm -hmm. have to do that, you know? Like, she doesn't have to do that and put herself in that line, but she is about this life. Like, she's Mm -hmm. been about this life before the word. She's been about this life before I met Mm -hmm. her or knew who she was. She'd been about mm-hmm. this life before any of us were put on to Julie the Gem. She was out in the streets fighting for Black trans life before I was a Black trans person. So yeah. before I knew, mm-hmm. I, before I knew I was a Black trans person, because I was probably always trans. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's just it's beautiful to see that this is something that she's dedicated her life to. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and I'm just like always, always so blessed and so honored to know her to be around her to hear her mm. voice because i'm learning things from her constantly yeah constantly and how to do better for other people how to be more inclusive to other people um and things of that nature so yes girl yes <laughs> it's honestly it's honestly what all this folks need to do like i'm always so grateful like i mean i've gotten awards for creating programs for trans youth and i've yeah. always been like uh it always feels because i'm like this is the work that everybody's supposed to be doing this is not yeah, exceptional exactly. it's yeah. not extra it's not extraordinary mm-hmm. you know and i'm grateful when i hear Hawk say that and other trans people hit me up and, and and express gratitude and also i'm like it's i think the reason why i get that is because other people aren't doing it so my thing is other people need to do it yeah of course right like, this needs to not be the like one person you know what i mean like when the person hit me up was like you are the ally and i'm like but there should be more yeah yeah <laughs> there should be more black cis folks who are willing to put their lives on the motherfucking line yeah there should course. be more and it, i mean it sounds really cliche but i mean if everyone was like you the world would be a better place and it's true you know Real talk. if there's Real more talk. than one Thank person you. as an ally it, yeah. it makes a massive difference and creates so many safe spaces for people Thank um you. but i mean speaking of safe spaces Obviously, me and Kaz are from England. Um, mm-hmm. Are there any kind of queer spaces in in America that you'd recommend people go into, or like any kind of places that are friendly to the LGBT community that are your favorite places to go to? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Honey, this podcast is, this is it. Okay. Period. Oh my goodness. I mean, there's, there's definitely um, different centers that people can go to. We're, we're still in a pandemic, so it's kind of tough to yeah. um, tell people exactly where to go because I don't think those places are like accepting like people or tons of people or large groups of people to meet yeah. up in one place, especially like with the whole like vaccination situation. Yeah. Um, but of course there's a lot of online and, you know, group chat communities where people can, you know, interact with other queer and trans people. Um, yeah. I know I'm one of the board members of the BTFA collective. Yes. Um, yes. The Black Trans mm. Femmes in the Arts yes. Collective. Yes. <laughs> 
So, um, you know, there's there's a safe space for Black trans femmes who are in the arts, um, who aren't even in the arts. You know, we still try to uplift them and create, you know, positive and uplifting spaces for them. And, you know, we're always trying to figure out different ways to create, like, events or get on Zoom calls. Um, I know there's um, an event, actually, that I'm hosting for the girls um, that is coming up in New York. So there's always little pockets here where people can come together mm. uh, you know safely and have a really great time yeah um, but yeah I'm, I'm like trying to think of other places but i can't think of anything because i think the pandemic kind of messed the messed a lot of opportunities yeah, for cool. people to come together and a lot of places that used to exist don't exist anymore in new york Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, because you know New York still, even though as blue and as Democrat as we want to seem, we're still <laughs> very messy and very white, and we don't give money to um, black spaces um, like you know we should. We don't give money to black queer um, and trans spaces like we should. It always has to be like that white person in charge to get it going, yeah. or that white. Yeah. Person person to kind of like have people actually donate money and funds to um so it's a little tough still yeah mm-hmm. yeah what about I mean, Atlanta? I... <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know yeah. okay so i i love i love this question because i feel like what this question speaks to is that black queer and trans people deserve safe spaces right um so to me i'm like yes but it's also giving me imaginative, futuristic vibes because the reality is a little morbid, but there's no safe spaces for Black, queer, and trans people on this planet. Um, yeah. That's just the reality. Um, I think that there's, you know, if you want to say, you know, who all at the cookout, you know what I'm saying? Wh- where the queers at? We everywhere. Um, mm. Atlanta specifically, um, I moved to Atlanta, now it's 10 months. Um, so I'm 10 months in and Atlanta definitely is, that's a lot of, a lot, this huge black LGBTQ population out here. But mm. I don't, I personally wouldn't recommend, because what's been happening, it's so funny because I'm only 10 months in, but when my friends come to, come to Atlanta, they're like, where are the spots to go? Where, where are the places? And I'm like, ooh, wrong person, because I don't go to queer spots out here. Um, because um, Elena is very binary. There are the mm. girl parties. They literally call them that. Um, and then, there's, you know, <laughs> there's like the gay guy parties. And, you know, it, it's very binary. Um, I don't think there, I haven't quite seen a celebration of spaces that celebrate Black trans women, Black trans femmes, Black non-binary folks. Like I said, people are asking me what's non-binary. So I feel like it potentially could be safe if someone is... Uh, black cisgender lesbian going to a girl party but then yeah. I think about the patriarchy and I think about rape culture and I think about like what is safe for black people so I'm a little yeah. morbid because I think I think it's futuristic and I and, and so I think what I, what my answer to the question is that I would love to see black queer and trans people curate spaces for us yeah. um, because that is where it's going to be because a lot of these spaces are these these clubs or you know we're in a pandemic but people still be going out you know and these places mm-hmm. are owned by white people these places are owned by people who are not queer and trans um yeah. they don't give a fuck mm-hmm. about people who are in that establishment and yeah, so what? for me i'm like is it really a safe space so 
you know, and so even for me, I try really, really hard, but people still fuck up in, in the spaces yeah. that I'm at. So I feel like to me, <laughs> right. it's like who's dedicated to making it as safe as a space as possible. But I yeah. also think that we need to be entering spaces that are curated by black, queer and trans people for yes. black, queer and trans people, yes. because mm. that is the key. And I get a lot of backlash for that. People are like, what about white people? And what about non-black POC? Look, I'm, that's not my ministry. It's like, mm. it's literally like, like telling Shikari to play tennis. You get what I'm saying? Like oh, she's yeah. a trap star, okay? <laughs> she's a runner that I'm for black people, okay? <laughs> And like people asking me to do shit, that's like that's not my ministry. Mm-hmm. You know, it, that should exist for everyone, but that's not by yeah. Jewel the Gem. So I think that, um, yeah, more Black queer and trans people. I'm down to to be in spaces where it's curated by by Black queer and trans people. Yeah, Jewel yeah. Jewel is very very fubu, very for us by us, very you know? for us by us. <laughs> well, very fubu, by the way, very very. <laughs> Oh God, who knows? Shut up. I think no. I think Fubu is still. I think they was it Fat Farm that made a comeback or was it Fubu? I don't know. They some someone one of them is still around. Oh okay, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of safe spaces for queer and trans people, it's it's interesting that you mentioned that, and I forgot about it completely until you just said that, and how it's important for you know us to create our own spaces where it can be a safe space like we we can have a kiki we can have a good time all of this shit yeah so um, the both of us have got friends uh that have a podcast uh two it's called two twos podcast shout out to rosa nana yeah and (laughs) they hold events with two other black women Mm um remy and is it Tayo, I don't. I'm not yeah. entirely sure how to pronounce the name. Tayo, yeah, yeah, DJ Tayo, and so they they have like um an event that they they have like a brand that they created and they run events. Yeah. So obviously because of the pandemic they stopped running events, uh, but mm-hmm. then they brought it back with like a bowling event that turned into like a club thing and it was a success. It Ooh, like hit the it. roof. Tickets like sold out. People went. They had a good time. Yeah, um, really it was like you know the black queers, the whole like black community. Um, they were there, and you know those four people are really good vibes. So it brought people that were really good vibes. I didn't attend, yeah. But just from what I saw and from what I knew, it was good vibes. Did you go, Cole? Yeah, yeah. You went to the first one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I went to the first. We, you went to the second one as well, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Um, I went to the second one. That's the one I'm gonna mention. Yeah, yeah. No, it was really good. I mean, it was great to see. Obviously, everyone come together and just feel safe enough to let go and be themselves. Because obviously, you know, when you step out on the street, you're not, you don't feel as safe as you are when you're with your people. Mm. Um, so it was nice for everyone to be in one place and just kind of get to know each other, meet new people, make new friends. You know, I'm pretty sure some people probably came on their own um, and, yes. you know, made friends after that. And it was, yeah, it was really nice to, for everyone to get together. It was, it was a whole entire vibe, right? So yeah. I couldn't make the first one. Cole made the first one. I couldn't because of work. And I was gutted. But then they released um, tickets for like a completely different event at this place called The Sipping Room in mm. Canary Wolf for our, like, English viewers. So... Okay. International. They've, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love they've it. Like, they've, like, put this out there, tickets for this place. Um, first release tickets sold out quick as shit. 
I saw yeah. second release tickets. I sent it to all my friends. I said, listen, I'm buying my ticket. I don't care what you lot are doing, but I'm buying my <laughs> ticket. You have to tell me literally within the next 10 minutes who wants to come. I will buy the tickets for everybody right now. So I oh. ended up buying... I bought my ticket and two other friends' tickets because they were like, boom, you know, let's go. Love I'm like, that. cool. So I got the tickets. I was like, cool. So I know that us three are going because I happily would have bought my own ticket and been like, it's every man for themselves because I don't want to miss out. <laughs> right. So I'm like done with this, bought the tickets. The day has come. It was a little bit of a complication because I had to like cancel my ticket and then there was a miscommunication. I I inquired about potentially cancelling my ticket. It was a miscommunication and they thought I wanted to cancel my ticket. So then they cancelled my ticket and then I had to rebuy my <laughs> ticket. It, it was a whole heap of madness. <laughs> but luckily it worked out perfectly fine. So we've gone to this event and this was the first time I actually met Cole in person. Yeah, it was. Oh. So this was only a couple when months ago. It? Yeah, not long ago. It was like what June? June yeah, no, around then. Not June. June, June, July. July. June, July. I, I love yeah. that. So it was the first time we've met in person. This brother turns up drunk. What? <laughs> I, 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 listen, I was drinking Ray nephews before, so that's why I, I was. Even, a little have bit... Do you guys have Ray nephews? Yeah. Here? I've never heard of it. I'm not really much of a like. I don't really know alcohol names. You know what I'm saying? I just be oh, like, "Give me that," you know. Like, I'd yeah, be like, "Give me that." Yeah. It's rum. Yeah. It's rum. It's, it's rum. like white okay. Jamaican yeah. rum, and it's like. Oh, it's but, but, very... okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no, yeah. I've never. Yeah, I'm not big on the liqueurs like that either. You know, I take my little cute little cocktails and I go about my business. But oh no, I, I'm big on liquor. I just don't know what I'd be drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are we like this? <laughs> I just, I'm I just, scared. you know, I get what I get, and I just, you know, I, I, yeah, that's it. I just, you know, back it. That's it. So anyway, <laughs> like we met at this thing. Cole's drunk, whatever, it's a kiki, it's a vibe, we're taking pictures, we're taking videos, everybody's mm. vibing, we're all having fun, we're doing our thing, I've met, like, my other friend, like, one of my friends came with his husband, and this first time I met his husband, so it's like, you know, meeting certain people for the first time, and interacting uh-huh. with people, having a good time, just blending and chilling, and it was really good vibes, uh, people were ordering food and stuff, and, you know, it was, it was cool, it was cute, it was whatever, so then... The whole night's gone on. We've gone downstairs to the bottom part. Music's playing. We're getting litty. We're dancing. Just all of this kind of stuff. So as far as I'm concerned, everything is fine. But I noticed something at the bar earlier on, like just before we were leaving, maybe an hour before, I noticed how there was like loads of bar stuff at the bar upstairs. And then all of a sudden, it went from four bartenders to one. And I was like, okay. I, I let it go over my head. I didn't mm. really think anything about it. And then next day, the people that held the event, so I saw it from Nana and Rose, yeah. were like to us that the event, so they booked the event and told them that it was a queer event. So when they told them that it was a queer event, they just assumed that it was going to be white people. Ah. Oh, you see? You see how queer be tripping people up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still queer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're there and we're doing our thing, 
we're buying drinks, we're feeding money into this place. Mm. Whole time it was racism happening. Whole time they no longer wanted to serve us. Whole time they're removing bar staff from the bar and taking them away because the the manager of the place was like, why are you here? Go somewhere else. Wow. Go do this and go do that. Go clean up, go blah, blah, blah. Because they didn't want to serve us. Our music was too loud. We were too ghetto. We were too black. We were too this. This, The whole time, I didn't even know. Like, whole time, we're having a good time. Like, we're getting lit out in this place. We're buying drinks. They had, like, um, a little menu of, like, a specific, like, cocktails or whatever. Or you could get all these other drinks. I'm there pouring money into this place. My friends are pouring money into this place. We're all having a good time because I hadn't seen quite a few people in a really long time because the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Whole time we're pouring money into racists. And it's so oh. crazy because I was like, this is such a, it was such a nice place. I was like, this is yeah. hella cute. Like I would come here for a day. Like it's nice. Like the bar was giving, and the food looked really good. And my friend's husband got like a Sunday roast, and it was like a lot of food on the plate. I was like, "It's good. Like good for your money." Uh, I love a Sunday roast. Sorry, (laughs) I knew you were gonna say. I knew you were gonna say. I miss London. But like, I miss London. Time. I don't miss the racist London people. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but it like really just time. shows like it's not even just you know America that goes through all this. You know, I think you know there's races all over the place, especially yeah. in England. Yeah. I mean, England. That's that's the come on now. That's, that's the, the colonizer. That's the. <laughs> That's colonizer central in that motherfucker. Um, but you know, but I think that when I hear that, Kazil, it's like that's that's living in America. That's li- that's living all over the world as a black yeah. person. We pour mm. we pour into countries that don't like us, that don't fuck with us. It's just crazy. Like honestly, it's just so nuts. Did y'all like, get everything? Money back? Seems so cool. No, oh, I want my money back. I probably spent a <laughs> right. lot of money there as well. I was this is what I'm drunk, saying, so. fam. I spent pee in that place. Like whenever I go out, I buy two drinks at a time because I drink oh fast God. and I don't want to have to queue and all of this shit. So I always just <laughs> go get two drinks so I don't have to go through the whole thing because it was taking forever at one point to get drinks yeah, and I wasn't was understanding. It's like you go downstairs bar, it's long. You go upstairs bar, it's long, and then all of a sudden. There's only like one person serving. It was like, how? Where did everybody mm-hmm. else go? Mm-hmm. Then it made sense the next day. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't, wow. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't yeah, like I mean, that either. It, it was a whole mess. It honestly was a whole entire mess. So, <sighs> so yeah, for, for future reference, when you both come to London, um, right. don't, don't go there. Right. Yeah, sipping, sipping Clearly. room, just nope, don't do it. Oh, horrible, horrible. But there's so, there's so, there's so many. Like when I went to Paris, it was even worse. Like, really, like, get me out of here. Like, really, it was wild. I was like, I can't. Like, we were waiting one night for a cab for like hours. Like, and mind you, I had on like three, four inch heels. I was like, my feet hurt. It's cold. It was like winter. We didn't, um, wait, did Ubers work for us? I don't know. No, our phones were both dead or something like that. Oh. Something like really wild oh. happened. And I was like, oh, we got to get a, a cab or a taxi in the middle of the night. 
and none of the white drivers stopped for us. None of them oh. stopped. There was one black driver, and he stopped for us like two hours later. Mm-hmm. Oh. I was like, am I in New York or am I in Paris? What is going on? Right. But it just, <laughs> but it that's really what, just yeah. showed me that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because the color of your skin, you will get treated anywhere around the world by, by you know, some sort of racist or some sort of like white supremacist in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's it's just wild. It's wild. So. Yeah. Right. Once again, white people who are listening run us our money. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because honestly, like to be black in this world is is not it, it's not for the weak. Okay. Like it, this is yeah. not easy. And I think that what? like people want to blackfish. You know, people want to pretend to be black. Mm-hmm. They want to. They want to do this and da, 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 whatever, right? We know all of these stories of people literally pretending to be something that they're not. And it's like, look, do you really want to live this life? Do you want to live a life where you have to wait two hours? Do you yeah. want to live a life where you just over here just living your black ass free self, right? And only to realize that you're not free, to only realize that people are slowly leaving because you're in here in 2021. Mm-hmm. Like, if yeah. this is the world that we live in, and it's like, it's not based off of country. You know, Black people are like, they're going to move to another country. So where are you going to escape anti-Blackness? Because yeah. it's global. Yeah. And traveling for us looks different. We have to, literally, when I travel places, like, I have to literally be like, okay, so, like, I love road trips. So I'm like, oh, my God, I want to go all these different, like, road trip places in the South. Because, you know, the South has a lot of great, you know, culture and food and museums. But I'm also like, okay, we can't. We got to hold our pee. You know what I'm saying? We can't, we can't stop at this gas station. We can't stop here. We can't stop this. In 2021. This is not a black mm. and white photo. This yeah. is not 1952. It's still happening. So it's just, that's why we have to curate our own spaces, y'all. For real. And it's okay to say why people can't come. I'm, I'm giving yeah. people permission. Because people, people, people don't feel like they can say that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, but speaking of, obviously, own spaces. You know, ballroom. Can everyone go to ballroom or? Mm. I believe so. <laughs> the last <laughs> time I checked, the last time I checked, yes, I think. Um, I think because of Pose, um, especially, it has opened up this new world of everyone come on in and have fun. You know, yeah. not everyone is accepting of it. Um, mm. And when I say everyone come on in, that's mostly white people taking up space. Um, Yuck. Okay, but not everyone. Some people are cool with this. Some people are like, yeah, you know, more more opportunities for us to be seen and shown in like different places mm-hmm. and people to be talking about us. Yeah. But then a lot of people are like, no, like y'all are taking up space and y'all flopping around and just, doing, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just t- just doing whatever you want to do and making some 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 most of the time a mockery of what um, mm. people of color uh, and especially black mm-hmm. people started and made popular. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a it's a double-edged sword, um, mm. but when it comes to, um, if we were just talking specifically about Black queer and trans people, for the most part, yes. Everyone can come on into the ballroom. It might take some time for you to join a house, if that's something that you really want. Mm. Um, you might have to, like, fill an application or something or talk to somebody. Yeah. But, it's, you know, it's, you know, you buy a ticket, you come to the show, you just have a great time, like... There's, I think everyone should experience, um, especially if you're a black person, experience yeah. ballroom at least once in your life. Experience a ball at least once in your life because it's it really is like I don't know I 
I kind of describe it as like you know how like America has like baseball and then like and like football and shit. Like yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. the black queer and trans people, we have ballroom. Like that is our <laughs> Olympics of competition and yeah. you know getting awarded for it and being seen and being heard and yeah. you can also be somewhat political now in ballroom which is kind of cool because that's what i tend to be because you know yeah, that's mm. cool. that's you gotta cool. let the people know what's going on yeah of Period. Course. so cole have you ever been to a ball i'm assuming you have no i haven't i haven't what's going and on i don't know i don't know um i feel like maybe i'm just like i want to experience it in america i feel like that wait, makes more wait, sense wait. for me wait 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 do you want to come to a ball yeah, duh, obviously. Okay, cool. I'm going to plug you. Okay. Oh, because I got the plug. I'm, I'm yeah. going to plug you. I'm waiting for the details. I'm waiting well, for the details. <laughs> there's actually a ball in Paris. I don't know if that's the one you're talking about, Kazeo. I'm, I'm talking about the one that's happening in London. Oh, it's happening in London. Because yes. I was invited to a ball in Paris, but it's happening around the same time I have like another opportunity and I can't go. I'm sad. <laughs> Because they was about to pay for me. And I was like, wait, what? Listen, <laughs> we got to make sure your phone is fully charged up so you can get a, you get, you get a ride to and from. You ain't got to worry about no damn two-hour wait, okay? Oh, right. <laughs> right. I'm the driver. I get to go to Paris. Y'all going to pay for me? Um, But no, they're going to be there somewhere around the 20s, which I think mm. is like Kazeo birthday weekend or something. I don't know. But, oh, what? In October? Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I believe. I'll send, I'll send you information once. Um, yes, please. Yeah, because yeah, you know, man do. can catch a Eurostar, you know. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> let yeah, me yeah. know. <laughs> but they should definitely experience it at least yeah. once in their life. It's so much fun, it's such yeah. a great experience. And you never know who you're going to meet at the ball, you know. You might meet the yeah. love of your life, Cole. Hello, <laughs> this man loves you on the Cole. podcast, you know. You got. You know, things happening all over the place. Not not putting that energy on you because you know you may you may be fine being single or doing whatever you're doing, but I'm just saying, mm-hmm. like Yeah, being single is fun. Sometimes it is. <laughs> oh <laughs> sometimes. Oh no, no, no. I'm not talking about myself. I'm oh, good. oh, oh. Well no, it does depend. It it can be fun. Can yeah. be. Yes, there we go. It can be. Because it, it be wasn't fun. fun, but it is yeah, it's fun now. I mean, you're free, in it? So I think there's nothing yeah, more think, liberating right. than that. I think that like, it's interesting. I think that, you know, we live in a world where people are like, you know, when you're in a relationship, people are like, literally, congratulations, you know, which yeah. I get. <laughs> but I'm also like, singlehood, you know, is, is great. And I think that it can be great if you allow it to be a time where you explore and develop right. yourself and figure yeah, out what you and want yeah. and grow and not have to worry about nobody else but your damn mm. self. Like, I think that that doesn't get celebrated enough. Yeah, um, definitely. And I have to really, you know, so I just, so I just want to say that. That's all. <laughs> yeah. It's good to feel comfortable. <laughs> kind of yeah. It can no, be it's true. It's true, though. It is. It is. It I've just become, be. I've become that gushy friend that I didn't like before I got into a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, like join us. I'm like, who am I? I don't know this person. <laughs> like, oh my god, love is amazing. You should join our clique. Like, <laughs> my partner is like, B. I do not want to go on a double date with nobody else. <laughs> like, that's a You going on that double date? <laughs> right. Like, you got to go on a double date. Um, partner's like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> but it's. I don't. I, I don't know. It's just. I think for me, I've just like I've been. I've been through so many like failed <laughs> relationships. Mm. 
that I'm just like, okay, I can finally like breathe and be comfortable yeah. in this and like want to spread it to others who who mm. want it, you know, who want that who want that type of hope in finding love. Mm. But I was also before I even got in this relationship, I was very content with being single, sexy and free and making my own money, period. Like that part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, the world works the way the world works, and the universe will have its plans. Um, yep. So I mean, you create your own universe, so it's mm-hmm. whatever you want. There we go. Right. I'm here. I'm here yeah. for it. I'm. I, I'm. I'm. I want to see what the the Cole experience is going to give. You know. Ooh. I'm. I'm. I'm a fan now. I'm You're a fan. Let's see it. Yeah. No, because my head's actually getting too big for the hat I'm wearing yeah, now. Literally, so. like, don't. Yeah. Just like, don't. <laughs> don't. Do okay. not. Once you start cancers up, you can't stop them, so I'm just going to... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Leo within lightly. is like... Ugh. Tread lightly. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Kazil. Kazil was... <laughs> <laughs> What is new with Kazil this week? Um, Why am I asking the questions now? This is not my time. To do. Right. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> I'll, I'll no, I was, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna answer, and then I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> 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 you, you could say, you could save it for the word. I'm getting. What I'm gonna say is, I am currently having a very crazy day. And before I go to sleep today, I have got some shit that I need to sort out. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if I don't, none of us are going to sleep tonight. Oh, not you banging none of us. Hands. Oh, no. for yourself. I want to yeah. sleep. None of us. Nobody, nobody's going to sleep. Because <laughs> they say you ain't gonna get no sleep tonight. No sleep tonight. <laughs> I get no sleep, so you ain't gonna get no. Nah, listen. What? But like, this 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 yeah well i'm you know i'm here to send you all the positive love and energy the you know the the bits i have left Mm -hmm. um you you know because you know the the world is going to be a bad day this the the sun will shine again um and you know you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do we gotta just keep keep stepping forward one foot in Mm -hmm. front of the other if you're able and and do what you can the world of that that part right there. Yeah. One foot right from the other. I mean, look at this. You got you got B Hawk and Jewel the Gem on your podcast, honey. This I mean, come on. Oh. Period. Okay. Period. Me and B Hawk do not do interviews with everybody. No. People have told me, I've literally heard stories. People were like, oh, yeah, I've asked Bill Good and Bill decline. When I heard decline, I just think that is, that's the way you turn somebody down. You decline. Okay. Um, I know I'd definitely be like, no. <laughs> you busy? I- I'm always busy, baby. I just make time, baby. And the answer is no. But as soon as I as soon as I got a text from Kazil, I was like, when? When? Yeah. When we doing yeah. it? You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why rapport <laughs> matters. Like building that, building relationships with people matters. And I feel like, you know, we live in a world where like people care about black people once we become a hashtag. That needs to stop. We need to give our flowers and pour into people while they are still here. Yeah. And so I know I'm personally just so honored to be on this podcast with you all, you know, um, because I think it's important to share space and to be in community. And, yeah. you know, we live in a world right now where it's like, 
the next generation has so much content to know what it was like to live in this moment. Mm. Um, and with this podcast, you know, with the word, there's so much content that yeah. queer and trans people are putting out that the next generation role models they got role models for days okay because yeah. we didn't have that you know what i'm saying no, i literally yeah, was like yo i'm like i lived in an era where missy elliott was talking about she don't want a one minute man you don't want no type of man missy and i was very confused <laughs> <laughs> i was i'm just saying debrat come on <laughs> queen latifah you and ity come on <laughs> I know what unity you were talking about. You were talking about the unity of the LGBTQ community. So mm-hmm. I just feel like, you know, people, and I also said they weren't in a space where they, where they were able to do that and still remain on labels and still make music. So now yeah. that we got all types of queer and trans content all up and through everything. Okay. I'm like, what a time to be alive. Yes. You know what I'm yeah. yeah 100%. What a time to be alive for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> I love that. I... <laughs> yeah? <laughs> I thought she was going to say something. Cole said, Cole said yeah? <laughs> Hello? Cool, man. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> when Jewel, when Jewel start going and she and she got that clip, it's like, okay, that's it. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> That's but if y'all it. do have any right, I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. I was on my heart and spirit. But do y'all have any other, you know, questions for us so that we can make um, sure that we not talking over y'all? <laughs> no, no, no. Do you know? I think we, I think we answered everything that we're gonna ask because obviously, mm-hmm. um, just so that people then know, we're obviously gonna be on your live because yes. obviously this drops on Thursday, so we're gonna be on your live today. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Thursday is the day, honey. Yes. Oh, yeah, Thursday is the day. Thursday is the day, yes. period. So excited! I'm so excited to come back because when Bjork was like they wanted to take August off and come back in September, I was like, That's my birthday month, <laughs> that's right. my birthday month, you know what I mean? <laughs> and so I was like, We're gonna come back in October, and that seems very doable. Um, and I'm so excited to be back because honestly, the word is we always say this, it's our it's our FaceTime with the world. Mm. You know, it's about us. We go, we go as far as we wanna go, we go as mm-hmm. deep as we wanna go. I don't know what B Hulk is gonna say. B Hulk don't know what I'm gonna say. I don't know what y'all gonna say. The comments added up to it. I mean, it's just a beautiful time. Yeah. So if people wanna, you know, stay up late in the UK and listen to us. And if they don't, yeah. you know, we post it, we save it on our pages. Um, because people want to pot, you know, watch it post time. That's that's cute too. Um, yeah. but we love the in person, you know, live commenting and stuff like that. Love that. It's so much fun, and this week is Jules' week, so make sure you yeah. follow Jules. Yeah. underscore the gem, right? Yes, yes, Jewel underscore the gem. You know, a bitch got real big because someone literally impersonated my page, <laughs> right? But uh, and I said, me, little me. <laughs> But uh, you know, you know, you made it when a, when someone literally comes up with a whole page and mm. have over a thousand followers trying to become you. But community what? really held it down. That was and wild. It was, day, it was the day before my birthday. Like really, um, not cute. Um, and so it was interesting. So community was able to get that page shut down. So <clears throat> the real page is Jewel underscore the gem. That other page is gone. Um, yeah. That so was wild. you know, it's, it's, it wasn't it. 
I have a feeling I know who that was, but we ain't gonna say no names. We're gonna let we're gonna let we're gonna let it rock. Wait a minute. Let it <laughs> I, yeah, I'm just putting pieces together through the puzzle in my head right now. But we're gonna we gonna we're gonna let the past be the past and we're gonna move on. Listen, I got a candle for the ass, okay? You got honey. Oh the candles be ready. Okay. <laughs> be Hot ready. like fire. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> you know when the let me tell you how you know you a real G when you start moaning to some threats that you hot like fire. Mm. Oh, my. <laughs> on mm. oh my god. Don't fuck with us. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm so finished. But y'all didn't y'all didn't know y'all needed this fam energy. No, me. like yeah. you know what? Uh, listen. <laughs> It's the balance I, for me. I, me. Me, I needed this. <laughs> I needed this. I was literally <laughs> screaming my head off before I came on here. <laughs> and I was ranting for like over an hour. And I was like, I need to get fucking calm because I'm so excited about the podcast today. I was... <laughs> So I needed this. So thank you. It was like food to my soul. <laughs> Honestly, this is exactly what we needed. Yeah. Like so, so, so grateful being the yeah. first guest that we have on our show. Yeah. the good energy. Like, thank you so much. Like, it was awesome having yeah. you. It was awesome having this conversation. The yeah, people them are going to love this shit. They're going to listen to every single minute of it. And yep. I want to see so many people sharing this out using the hashtag uh, Tea Time Podcast UK. You know, following us on Twitter as well, Tea Time Podcast UK, mm-hmm. and obviously our IG. But yeah, like this, this was awesome. This yeah, was this was literally great. this it's was amazing. this was Thank more you. than I thought we were gonna do. Honestly, yeah, this was more than I thought we were gonna do. So this was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like this was this this was it. Like, thank you very much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Amazing. All right. Yeah. Well, see y'all. See y'all Thursday. See y'all Thursday. That was my American accent. Yeah. <laughs> you, you did a really great job. I thought it was good. I think it was a great mockery of what I just said. I think it was great. I it was okay, shout out to the people, them. That was that was my my <laughs> That was. <laughs> Oh boy. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the people, them. Um, 